listening to DJ Rev and Rose on Mixed Feelings. Hey everyone, what's up? And this is a special episode right here. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you because as you're hearing this or hearing this after, Thanksgiving has passed. And so I'm here right now with the one and only lovely... Rosé. Hey, Rosé. How's it going? You're looking good today, girl. <laughs> Why, thank you. I'm digging this new look I got going on. Yeah, you do have that new look going on, though. You got it going on, right? Thank you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You get, hey, look here. You're looking good like that. This is cuffing season. <laughs> so I hear. Are you blushing? <laughs> yeah, because I literally just found out what this meant. But Yes, it's cuffing season. It's cold outside and everybody's staying in more and you don't want to stay in by yourself. So now it's time to cuff somebody. <laughs> Are you staying cuffed to me for a reason? Yeah, it's a cuffing season. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's cold outside. But yeah, so... <laughs> so cuffing season is that time of the year when people get together a lot and um setting it off is of course being in this fall season um thanksgiving is one of those times yep and now that thanksgiving has passed Uh uh-huh this is like the point where you're going to see all these engagements happening well yeah now you got some holidays coming up you thanksgiving that awkward christmas dinner or that awkward thanksgiving dinner with the family then you got christmas dinner yeah we can talk about that christmas dinner yeah new years and stuff like that i'm looking forward to all of that yeah. Um, yeah, with you. Yeah, definitely. Ho-ho. So. I know this is really our first holiday season together. This is our first holiday season together. And that's going to be pretty interesting. So let's talk about it. Uh-huh. So let's talk about it. Thanksgiving. Sure. So Thanksgiving is that time of the year. What do you think modern day Thanksgiving means? Like a modern day Thanksgiving, what does that meaning mean now? Well, I mean, I do think people do try to take that as a time to be thankful for what they have. And, okay. and to kind of look around and reflect on you know, what to be thankful for. Do you think that a a big emphasis of Thanksgiving is more focused on actual just the holiday as well as um, just, you know, food? Or do you think it's, and and can that focus just be only on Black Friday? Because a lot of people, when you think of, (laughs) you can't think of Thanksgiving. Yeah, without the shopping either that night or the next day. Right. So are people, do you think people are more focused on the food aspect and just having that break more than they Mm -hmm. are on the things that are they thankful for? Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, it's a nice time off. You get to yeah. watch football. You get to shove your face and just wear stretchy pants. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the food on it, Thanksgiving. Oh. I eat so many times within the day, too. I'll eat my Thanksgiving dinner and then ate more afterwards and then ate pie and ice cream. Oh, delicious. I mean, we got some turkey waiting on us. I mean, so, you know. <laughs> my, my stepmom's an amazing cook, too. Right. So it makes it that much better. It makes it that much better. Oh. So, so check it out. So like, I feel like a lot of times people are more focused on time off. They're mm-hmm. focused on, oh, what I got to get. Cause now, now that Thanksgiving has passed mm-hmm. and Black Friday is here and now this, this whole rush for yes, Christmas deals. Yeah. You got to get all the deals. Yeah. And now we're, we're in the race for deals from now until Christmas. Yeah. And so people, I think sometimes our our view or focus can get a little skewed. Oh, absolutely. I think you can get caught up in the hustle and bustle and just the gift and the gift and the gift. And you forget what the season is supposed to be about, which is supposed to be, you know, that thankful time and, um, you know, the birth of Christ yeah. during this holiday season. You're supposed to be. Yeah, that's what we have into Christmas. That's another focus. And, yeah. Yeah. And so enjoying, you know, that time with your family and your friends and, and to be thankful for, you know, how far you've come in life or roads you've taken or where you are, um, maybe things you've overcome 
uh, I think sometimes with time, we tend to forget things that we've gone through in life. Mm. Um, so it's easy to forget and, and not be as grateful as we probably should. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. And so like, um, I look at things like, okay, let's talk about things that we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And so during the Thanksgiving, you're sitting down at the table, yeah, eating the food, and you're surrounded by technically loved ones, whoever yeah. they are to you, whether it's your immediate family, whether it's, you know, sometimes for some people, the newest thing is the, or it's not really new, but it's the new hype is the Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. That a lot of times people do Friendsgiving I together. Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah. And so Friendsgiving, uh-huh. you have the family. You have um, some do it with just, um, there's some people out there that actually do Thanksgiving alone. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been that person. I think up until this year, um, I've always lived in different states than my family. So I've been away from home for, goodness, seven, eight years now. So every year I've always been away from family, which has been super challenging. And it stinks because you get you get in that lonely time, which causes cuffing season. You get in that lonely time without having anybody around. Right. I'm very grateful, especially this year that I've been blessed enough to be able to go see family, you know, relationships have been mended, yeah. you know, recently to where it, it's pleasant to visit family and it's enjoyable and you want to. And, and so that's something I'm very grateful for this year is getting, you know, have gotten to spend that time with my family. Yeah, and the, the reconciliation. Yeah. Those relationships being good. Yeah. And I think with family, it's, it's so important. Like for me, um, Thanksgiving, honestly, uh, last year, um, this time I had lost my father. Um, And so it was interesting because I've always been thankful for family. And Mm -hmm. with my background and culture of being Jamaican, we're so like about family, family, family. And and so I was very appreciative and and very thankful for my father. Mm -hmm. But since um, a year ago, losing him right on Thanksgiving, it made Thanksgiving, my, my outlook of it a little different. Yeah. But it also spared me to be more thankful for the family that I do have that's still here that I could spend time with and yeah. and, and love on while I'm here. And, and like you said, make those mends and, and, and reconcile those relationships because whether, you know, family have done you wrong or whether, you know, you've been distant from family, family is still family at the yeah. end of the day. And family, you know, nobody has a perfect family here on earth. Nobody. Oh my gosh. We all have, you know, hot messes and everybody, everybody has their issues, whatever they may be. Um, yeah. but I think it is really important to kind of forgive. I don't think we can ever forget. I just definitely think, um, we have to reflect on we can't change others. Yeah. You know, all we can do is change our own hearts and try to reflect at maybe what we had done in that scenario or how we could have been different. And, and sometimes we expect the other person to change, right? There might be heartache. Well, this person needs to do this and this person do that, but you can't control them. All you can do is control your own and, and, um, just try to fix yourself. Um, and then repair those relationships as much, much as possible. Yep. And I think, and I, and I agree with you. I, I really think like when you look at it, forgiveness, like you said, is a big key. Um, because number one, uh, forgiveness is, is really, you have to soul search and dig within yourself to get to that place, mm-hmm. you know? 
Oh yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people think forgiveness is about the other person, but nine times out of 10, it's really, like you said, you have to soul search. It's within you. It's it's something that's deep within you. That's causing that, that ability to not forgive, you know, you can't let it go or there's something that you're hung up on and and it really is something within you. Yeah. We got to move away from um, the place of pride where we feel like, okay, this person has done wrong. Um, and, you know, some people might be listening to this and like, well, you don't know what such and such did. Mm-hmm. Or you don't know what happened a couple of days ago. Yeah. You don't know, you know, what happened 10 years ago or yeah. so. But still, even with all of that happening and people feeling the way they are, to be honest, some people are sleeping better at night than you are because you're holding on to this this thing that's really just eating away and destroying you more than anything. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, you sometimes I like to put myself in the other person's shoes. If I was in this position, would I want this to be the case for me mm-hmm. or would I want something different, you mm-hmm. know? And um, and so, like, a, a lot of family, like, I'm pretty sure there was cops called at some home. Oh, yeah. A couple of days ago. And... You know, some families, Thanksgiving that should have been a good time turned out to be a horrible time. Yeah. And and so I, I just kind of want to encourage, like, you know, that person, like, hey, think about forgiving that person. Because even though that person may have hurt you, may have overstepped boundaries, may have done probably the most wickedest thing that you can look at, they're family and you just got to work through it. Yeah. I'm not telling you like, you know, hey, you're going to forgive them and y'all going to be best buds. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I think that's where sometimes you have to realize, you know, I'm sure that there are people listening to this, you know, they might might have those toxic relationships or might have those family members in their life that it's just best not to have those family members in your life still. And I understand that because I've had that. Yeah. Um, But still letting that go, letting that either anger, hatred or whatever go and that forgiveness going, um, like you said, doesn't mean you have to be best buds and hang out with them regularly, Right. but you do have to learn to let that go in your heart. You do, you do. And, 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 and there needs to be like, you know, and in order for forgiveness, like, like not even forgiveness, but healing to really take place the way that it needs to. Yeah. Um, there has to be a level of forgiveness that's executed for that to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe, like, once that begins, the healing process can really begin. But as long as you don't want to let it go, it'll eat away at you. It will. You can't move forward with even developing. That was something I had to work through this last year of really, like, forgiving and letting things go um, before I could repair my relationship, you know, with my parents, for example. And it was just kind of letting go of some past hurt, probably stuff that they weren't even necessarily aware of. Um, but realizing I just wanted to move forward and to create a relationship with them just because I didn't have that relationship and, um, realizing I was holding on to things and it was preventing me from having that relationship. And once I did decide that I was going to forgive and move forward, um, I was able to develop that relationship. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, one of the big things that you just said is like, Sometimes people don't know. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, oh, yeah. Because sometimes they don't even know that they've hurt you. Well, and sometimes even bringing it up, you know, so for example, if I were to have brought up, hey, you hurt me, X, Y, Z, you did this, this, and this, 
it almost makes it worse because you're just pointing out all the flaws. You're pointing out everything they did to you and it just makes it worse. But if you're trying to really forgive and move forward, you just have to let it go. Um, and that was something I had to do because I really don't think that they'd realized how much hurt it had caused in my life. And, um, and believe me, there were multiple factors. There were so many elements, you know, my mom and, and and growing up and all kinds of other other elements. I don't put blame on anyone by any means, but that was something I had to work through on my own. Yeah. And so there's, there's some things you can just let go and move on with. And then there might be some other things that don't attack them with you did wrong, 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 yeah. wrong, but just kind of just really talk to them and, and, and just kind of look at a different way of presenting it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying, Hey, you know, if I could talk to you, I know you don't know this, but there was this one time when the situation came up. You might have not thought anything of it, but yeah. it actually, it actually did me. You know, it hurt me in a way. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I've been feeling a certain way, and I know you don't know about it. You know, they can approach that way. Mm-hmm. And that's a better way to look at it than to be like, you know, you hurt me. Like you really just like did this, 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 and it made me feel a certain way, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. Like you know, if you come at it like that, then you're gonna then Thanksgiving is the turkey gonna come across the table. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. And I think a lot of times we tend to do that because we think we have to protect ourselves, right? Right, right. Something my really good friend said to me last year, advice she'd given me was, I was like, well, for me, it's just easier for me to keep them at a distance because, you know, I have to protect myself. I have to protect my heart because I felt like every time I would engage, um, I would just be picking up the pieces, the heartbroken mm. pieces over and over. And I was like, well, I have to keep them at a distance because it just protects my heart this right. way. And I remember her response to me was, it's not your job to protect your heart. And she's a godly woman. Okay. And, you know, she's like, that's the Lord's job to protect your heart. You know, he will, he will make sure that those broken pieces are put back together, but it's not on you. It's not on you to protect your own heart. You pray for him to do that for you. Mm. And so I think that's what really changed my way of thinking Mm. um, of I'm not, I don't, I surrender that to the Lord because I can't, that's bigger than me. I can't protect my own heart. But you don't want to put yourself in circumstances or situations that's, that's going to also like cause it to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah. Very it, true. You know, but yes, um, I believe that if you let the Lord lead and lead your heart, I believe that it'll really, it'll keep you from a lot of heartaches. Uh-huh. For sure. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Things to be thankful for. Absolutely. So family, what about friends? Thankful for friends. Oh my gosh. So much. So, um, even when you aren't with family. So for me, like I said, in the past, I've always had friends givings. Um, I have always been blessed in the past to create a family where I'm at. Mm. And even if you don't have family around you, um, embrace the friends that you have around you, True. you know, create that family environment that you need, you know, during this time and, and surround yourself by loved friends. Right. And be thankful for them and, and just realize they're not perfect either. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> right? Because we, we always, we you, you know, it's so funny, but I think us as humans, we're just always searching for that perfect person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, because, and, and part of it is we're searching for ourselves and another person because mm-hmm. we know that, and this is probably a defense mechanism, is we feel like if if ourselves, if we could find ourselves in someone else, mm-hmm. then we know that they, they know what to do not to hurt us. Mm. 
And so, yeah, I think my reflective self would still hurt me. It'd be a hot mess. <laughs> I don't know if I want to find the other me. <laughs> so like, but friends, friends are really a, such a great support system when family can't be there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you can lean on a lot of them for help, for guidance, um, for wisdom, you know, and I'm not talking about like, you know, yes, people. Yeah. Because you don't always want yes people around. No, definitely not. I mean, you want... Um, Solid counsel, someone you can confide in, someone you can talk to, someone who, when you're in the wrong, they'll, hey, hey, you know, I I don't know if that's a good idea, you know, maybe it's not a wise choice. So you definitely want those people that are going to hold you accountable and in a loving way, bring up, hey, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, call you out, but in a loving way. Doesn't make you feel bad, but it makes you think, Mm -hmm. you know, so, and I think that's true. Yeah, no, having those solid friends. I mean, those are the solid friends that help you develop, right? right? I mean, that's if you don't have those kind of friends in your life, you tend to be stagnant or moving backwards, right? If you have those friends, they kind of help you move forward. Yeah. And, and I think um, T.D. Jakes talked about the three different types of, of people that you should have in your life or you're going to have in your life and knowing uh-huh. the difference between the three, right? So you have confidants and you have constituents and you have comrades right uh-huh and so and and i think it's like important to find confidence confidants and these are the people who you can 1000 percent entirely trust, trust and in, confide in and confide in mm-hmm. and um and just re- and know the difference between a constituent and a confidant explain that because you had to explain that to me for me to understand that yeah so um a confidant is like like i said person okay. that you can Trust in 1,000%. Like, there's no worries. They're your inner circle. And then there's constituents. And constituents are, they are people that's um, for you. Uh-huh. They are for you. Um, but, and they will they will be with you. But because they have common goals, right? Because there's common goals. But outside of those, once those common goals, or if you're able to give to them or feed them with whatever they need, they're with you. But as soon as they don't need you no more they'll move on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the way that he described it was, if you was a building, they would be the scaffolding that will build up around you. Okay. They would help you to get the goal done and then, or they'll help you, but when the time is right, they're gone. Okay. And then there's comrades. And comrades are people who are against you. They're just completely against you, but they will only team up with you so that they could fight a cop, a bigger enemy. A bigger enemy if you, yeah. Right. And so, but once that enemy... If you have common forces you're fighting against. Yeah, yeah. But once but once that's taken care of... They're against you. They're against you and they're gone. So that and, tends to be a lot of political gains. Okay. And so, but a lot of people will get the constituents. Uh-huh. That these are people that they're not long-term, but they're there to help you to get to a certain goal. But as soon as they get there with you, because they're trying to get to that goal too. It'll be on to the next. They'll be on to the next. And a lot of people try to keep those people um, as confidants. They try to keep them as long-term people, but they were never meant to be Mm long-term. They were only there to help you. During a season. During a season. Yeah. And I think we all have a lot of friends throughout our lives. We've all had friends that are there for a season. Yes. You know, whether that season is six months or two years or, um, we all have people that have been in our lives for seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, you talk about people being in our lives. I mean, exes. Yeah. I mean, we've dated people that 
we would hope to be long-term, that we want it to be long-term, but mm-hmm. for some reason, it never, it they didn't, didn't follow out. the script in our head, as we would say, Yeah. right? <laughs> they didn't follow the script in our head. But really, yeah. honestly, they were just there to teach us something. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like, part of our anger in those type of situations, I'm I'm very thankful for everybody that's been a part of my life that's not a part of my life anymore because they taught me something. Yeah. Whether they taught me a new dish to cook, Mm-hmm. or they taught me you know how to approach a situation mm-hmm. or they taught me what not to do future wise yeah. there's always something you can learn mm-hmm. and so i believe the reason why a lot of people get upset and angry and their heart be like real torn up is because they really um saw them to be a confidant when mm-hmm. they were just a constituent but not only that i just think that because they were emotionally so caught up that they didn't see like the signs like okay this person wasn't gonna be there you know i think a lot of times if you can learn to accept that um whether it was a friend or relationship like okay that was a season yeah and it's time to move to the next season and i learned you know a b c and d and i grew this amount you know and i i learned so much about myself or whatever that may be if you can turn it to that positive side of what you learned and maybe what you could have taken from it versus the anger from it yeah um it could allow you to be a better person yeah. i mean from it could per- allow things to be better a lot better i mean i know i've had previous relationships where they didn't work out for whatever reason but i've honestly tried to get out of relationships and 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 look at what i did learn from those you know right. and what i grew from them and um, how i developed as a person right um and i can say that honestly about all of my relationships of, of everything that i've I took from that and I learned and how I grew. Yeah, and became and I, a better person. And I believe that because I, I, I look at some families right that's been broken up, mm-hmm. and I look at some relationships that's been broken up, and um, I'll see how people, especially the ones that are dating, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I will see how there will be, especially if there's kids involved, how there is that huge tension and fight between the two. Yeah, you know, and it's just because one's frustrated with the other one. And the other one is just aggravating or just making their life miserable. Mm-hmm. And, and really, honestly, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It's just it's just the choice of continually allowing yeah. um, things to flow that way. I think, oh, I'm going to speak carefully on this topic. I when I see parent when I see people who have gotten divorced and they have children and they can amicably continue in a good quality positive relationship right. for the benefit of the kids, I really commend those people. Oh, definitely. Um, because your kids are watching your actions, right? Mm-hmm. And you making sure that you still have those Thanksgiving dinners, or you can, even though the father and the mother might be divorced, you know your kids still can enjoy that Thanksgiving dinner with the entire family together. Right. And although that might not be a day to day thing, if you guys can get together for a holiday, my brother in law's family is like this, like the dad and the mom and like they all get together and they've been divorced. And I mean, and it's the kind of the coolest thing because, yeah. and everybody gets along and it's great. And I love seeing that. It's the coolest so thing. So it is doable because a lot of people it may is, feel like it's not doable. It is totally doable. But it does but take. you have to get past yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's where a lot of people make that mistake is they can't get past their own hurt or themselves. True. And I was a child of that relationship where they couldn't, um, there was so much 
hatred and anger towards my mother and my father. I mean, there were some hurtful things from both sides that I don't think either of them could ever get past that hatred and that hurt for each other. Um, that us kids got caught in the middle of their war. And, um, I don't think they realized how badly that affected us. Mm. Um, but they were just, I mean, vicious to each other, just downright vicious. And us girl, you know, us kids observed that. And, um, so when I see people that can move past their own feelings and their own emotions and say, Hey, you know what? We might've gotten divorced and it didn't work out for whatever reason. But at the end of the day, it is about our kids and about their development and their growth and, and the people they're going to become because you chose to get married and you chose to get divorced. I mean, your, your kids shouldn't suffer from that because you can't get past that hurt and put it aside. Right. Um, you really should try if you possibly can. And I understand that there's those toxic relationships and those situations that you might not be able to, but I mean, that's why I'm big on not fighting in front of your kids. You know, if you're divorced, not speaking illy about, you know, the children's father, the children's mother in front right, of them. Right. Um, don't plant those seeds. Those kids are just absorbing everything you have to say. Don't plant those thoughts for them. Right. Let them develop those on their own later on in life. That's real. Um, that's really real. Yeah, that's true. So I would agree with you. That's something my sister and I've talked a lot about because, you know, she has a child from a previous relationship and that's something she's very, very careful about of not speaking illy about, you know, my niece's father in front of her because she's like, it is not my place to plant those negative thoughts. Right. You know, even though they might be true about him, she'll figure that out on her own soon one day. Right. Um, but I'm not going to plant those for her. Right. And I think that's huge. Like, I think one of the things that we're forgetting about as well is, yes, we're in this life. YOLO. We're doing (laughs) this, right? But at the same time, we're also still setting up as long as this world is going to go or how long the Lord has it to go. This world, like, we are setting things up for the next generation, Uh for our kids. Yeah. Um. You know, so how we're acting now, what we're doing now, um, what we're leaving now is what we're going to leave them impacts to deal them. with. Impacts them. Yeah, impacts yeah. them and leaves them with, mm-hmm. this is what I have to deal with, yeah. you know? And so... Well, that emotional damage, all of it, the mental, everything, the, that's something that they will have to deal with soon in their life. Right. And, 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 you know, yeah, we get it. Life is rough, but you don't have to you don't have the child's life doesn't have to be as rough as you know you can make it as the adult you know you can make their life a lot better because number one they don't have to go through half the heartaches that you've gone through because you can protect them and teach them the better Mm -hmm. way to do it you know yeah and then two you can show them a better way of how to go about things so that they can enjoy a better life than you had to deal with or figure out, uh-huh. you know? And, yeah. I, and I really hope that, you know, there's people, good people out there that are trying and are actually doing that now. And But we want to even talk to people, you know, in this thankful spirit to say, hey, you know, we definitely got to do that for, for the next generation too, for the kids too as well, because... We do want them to be thankful yeah. later on in life. Absolutely. You know, and be thankful for you, you know, and everything that you're doing, you know? So, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I do feel like that. I, I do feel like that's something that's to be thankful for. I agree. So, I you know, agree. we're about to close out right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I do got to say that uh, also, I'm thankful for you. <laughs> I am very thankful for you as you well. Know, you know, um, 
as I'm sitting there eating food, stuffing my belly, <laughs> looking at you, I'm just very thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, you know, one thing is that a lot of times we don't say, you know, thank you, but yeah. we don't share how thankful we are mm-hmm. for each other. Um, but if you're even listening to this, have you said anything about how thankful you are for your spouse, spouse, yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend? Yeah. You know, have you told them one thing you've been thankful for, whether it's, you know, they put the toilet paper on, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh. you know, um, they made up the bed, mm-hmm. you know, they cooked dinner, they bought a flower, whatever the case may be. But I'm so thankful because, you know, um, I just kind of wonder and I ask myself, you know, how did I deserve such a wonderful woman like you? Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, but I'm being dead serious because I'm like, you know, you've been very, you've been very kind, sweet, good to me and um, a blessing. And, you know, if anything else, you know, you give me a good kick in the tail. (laughs) (laughs) Get me off on the right foot. That I do. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) so I'm very thankful for that. So, Mm -hmm. Thankful for you. Thank you. I'm thankful for you. We're going to go eat some more turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go around so. three or four and some food. What, what is your favorite food anyway? Oh, my gosh. What What do you enjoy during the Thanksgiving season? What is, what is it that you enjoy? See, I'm more of like a ham person over turkey. Ham over turkey? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, My sister makes some really good ambrosia salad. Mm. I make this. It's not even a Thanksgiving dish, but it's the weirdest thing. My family always asks me to make this pasta salad dish that I make, mm-hmm. which is delicious. I eat it for like three days afterwards. Delicious. Oh, that's what it's you got in the fridge eating. Okay. Delish. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then, um, oh, I do like me some sweet potatoes. Oh, man. I do like me some sweet potatoes. Now, pies, this is why I'm fat. Mm, pies. I, I, sh- I should make a song instead of this is why I'm hot, this is why I'm fat. <laughs> I, I do like my stepmom makes this amazing cobbler mm. um that oh delicious nom 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 yeah yeah I, i'm, I'm thankful what I like. for people who cook thanksgiving dinner let me just say yeah, that. yeah let's be thankful for them <laughs> you know what because they're the ones that you know what they are the real heroes for sure i mean i'm the cleanup crew but man i did not put in the work to cook <laughs> delicious they dinner. are you know what you know what chip chip I want to say uh, cheers. 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 Cheers to them. Cheers to them. Um, those are the real heroes. Mm-hmm, they, for sure. They were the cooks, they are the real heroes. <laughs> if you're a cook and you're cooking Thanksgiving. And, we love you. Yes, this is a fat kid yes, saying we And you're going to you. cook that Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. So, but yeah, but seriously, um, very thankful. Very thankful for where life's heading. And so... Um, Let's get in that kitchen and eat some more turkey. Okay. All right. I'll see y'all later. We'll see you later. Thanks. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Bye.